Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Happy Friday. Big Friday for Hoops fans, for Wolves fans. Fingers and eyes crossed they they can get the win this evening with the Grizzlies. Game 6, which you can listen to right here. And by the way, special edition of Sports to the Max starting at 6 o'clock. Maxie is at the uh, the Target Center studio, and he'll, he'll pull in some, uh, hopefully some players, some executives, some fans, Take the temperature, get the mood of the crowd, and um, get you ready for tip-off. Again, pregame, 7.30, 8 o'clock tip-off, and that game is right here on CCO. If you're using the Odyssey app, it's on WCCO2 if you want to listen to the Wolves game. If you want to listen to the Twins game, uh, the pregame is at 5.30, first pitch. They're playing the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays this evening. And you can hear that on The Wolf, 102.9, or WCCO's main channel on the Odyssey app. So, anyway, all kinds of different options for you uh, to catch these games. A lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, DJ, glad it's Friday. Glad uh, the drought is over. There's no drought anywhere in the state. Oh, sweet. So, well, that's, yeah, it's good news. I mean, water in our lakes and water in our fields. If we can get a few dry days, maybe farmers might even be able to get out and consider spring planting. It's just so wet out there. And I th- and next week will be drier, I'm, I'm hopeful. And it's one of the few things we usually don't have to worry about. We are blessed with water. That is not the case for much of the nation especially the western part Mm -hmm. of the USA. You saw that same article I did about Lake Mead, which provides so much water for California, um, reaching levels that they haven't reached before. The water levels are dropping, and it's it's scary how little water there is right now. Yeah, the image was this um, original intake valve from 1971 that is now exposed for the first time since then. But yeah, the the water level dropping, which you know, obviously it's a, a reservoir that provides water for all sorts of uses for a huge part of our country, but also the power that's generated in that area yeah. because of the dam and the reservoir there is a huge impact. And I. I it just feels like it's the same story over again, whether it's Lake Mead or lots of other places around the country, and I guess around the world for that matter, where water and water levels seems like we have you know too much water in some places and not enough in other, and the, and the problem seems to be getting worse and worse. 
which reminds me, yeah, I when I go out and, and I talk about the weather and I talk about the changing climate and technology and how I'm at the end of the day, I'm optimistic. I talk about water management, what you just said, managing water, not enough water, too much water. And when, when people ask me, Paul, what should my, my son, my daughter, what should they consider uh, in terms of a career? I say, well, you know, consider water. I remember growing up watching The Graduate and Dustin Hoffman. He got that advice out by the swimming pool. And it, many of you remember, and let me just refresh your memory. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Are you listening? Yes, are you. Plastics. Yeah, plastics. Except plastics rely on petroleum. So it's, <laughs> I wish somebody would disrupt plastics. Please. Something as strong as plastic, but something that degrades in something less than 450 years. That's how long a typical plastic water bottle lingers 450 years and many of these wind up in in our waterways our lakes our oceans but yeah i uh, southern california i guess they can only water once a week so you got all these people with these big lawns and you know they're gonna fry and i'm not so much worried about the lawns i'm i'm worried what happens when a city in the southwest that's fed by the Colorado River, which continues to dwindle. What happens if a city runs out of water? What do you do? Do you truck water in? Do you evacuate people? I. That's going to happen at some point. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they're on that. But I, I have no idea what you do for a city of several million people that runs out of water. So um, when we come back, a lot of talk about school loans, and will this administration be paying off or paying a portion of students' college debt? When we come back, Professor Dave Schultz from Hamlin, with his perspective on what's going on, the political calculus involved, uh, when we come back on CCO. Paying off our nation's debt, what is it, $30 trillion and change? That may require a miracle down the road. We just keep kicking the can down the road for our kids and our grandkids. Now, uh, growing indications that President Biden indicating he may be ready to forgive student loan debt. Apparently, the president has been indicating this week he will propose a plan for the federal government to pay off $10,000 in debt per borrower, which would cost America about $321 billion. Now, these are reports. It has not been announced. It's not official, but it looks like something is going to happen. Elizabeth Warren wants that number to be 50000 not 10000 Providing some perspective on why now, with everything else going on, inflation, a tanking market, uh, a war in Ukraine, hey, why not now? Professor Dave Schultz, poli -sci professor at Hamlin University, uh, Dave, welcome back to the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me again. Hey, look, student loan debt, $1.75 trillion, with a T. It's growing six times faster than the nation's economy. The average federal student loan debt balance is $37,000. I'm, I'm sympathetic to a point, 
um, about people that have, you know, levels of debt that they can't manage. Uh, but I struggle with that because nobody forced them to take on this debt. I guess, you know, maybe they thought that they'd be able to pay this off faster and that, you know, their their salary would increase to the point where this wasn't an issue. But beyond that, let, let's talk about the politics of this moment. What do you think is going to happen? You've been tracking this pretty carefully, right? Correct, yeah. I've actually written about this off and on for like the last 15 or 20 years, noted, you know, a point about a dozen years ago where student loan debt um, turned into be greater than credit card debt in the United States. And we always used to think of credit card debt as, as pretty high. So so we're looking at credit card debt at about a trillion, student loan debt at about 1.7 trillion, you know, give or take or whatever like that. And I think um, the reason why it's being brought up now um, is for a couple of reasons. One of them um, is that there is indications that, that the economy may be slowing down um, and that maybe the, maybe the president's viewing it as, as, as a stimulus, you know, free up some of those millennials, those Gen Zs, you know, with more money. But I also think that what um, we have to be, I'm a political scientist. We have to be purely politically at this political at this point is that we've got the 2022 elections coming up and generally people under the age of 30, we're going to say are a little bit less reliable in terms of showing up at the polls and there's indications that the president's approval ratings are not great. Maybe this becomes a way of of, of encouraging, let us say, younger people um, and some who are on the fence about Democrats of maybe turning out to vote this November. Wait, he's buying votes? What? I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that any president would attempt that. Um, yes, I, I mean, president, presidents, of course, politicians never buy votes. They never do tax cuts. They never do um, handouts um, to buy votes. Um, so I would be shocked, too. But but getting us beyond the great Casablanca line there, um, I would suspect that there's a certain amount of that going on here. Um, um, not outright bribery, but let us say a, a, a an inducement. Well, Professor Schultz can... Can the president, any president, do that unilaterally by executive decree, or does this require Congress to pass legislation to relieve debt? My sense is is that looking at it is that the president can probably delay as he has, you know, you know, delayed like payment back on loans. But I don't think the president has on his own the authority to to simply wipe out the debt. And even Congress, if say Congress were to, to pass legislation, um, there's some real serious questions here regarding whether Congress could just simply say we're going to wipe out the debt, especially debt that's owed to private banks and so forth, because at that point, there is a provision of the Constitution called the Contract Clause that prevents um, the government from just a simply, um, you know, abrogating or breaking private contract the simple answer is i don't think the president can wipe it out himself with executive order two there are questions regarding whether congress can do it and if congress does do it as you were suggesting in the opening um um, the congress if it's going to wipe out that debt um might have to now pay for it with taxpayer dollars 
<sighs> Professor Schultz, I'm, I'm curious to get your read on this. My impression, and I may be very wrong about this, is that student loan forgiveness, I understand the intentions. We want to make it easier for young people to accelerate mm-hmm. their lives and, and to be able to afford, you know, mortgages and and appliances and all the, you know, the good things that come with sure. uh, growing up and, and entering the workforce and being productive. I get that. But some people say that it's regressive, that it can be a bailout for you know, highly educated elites coming at the expense of the middle class. Three hundred twenty-one billion to forgive ten thousand in debt. I just, at a time we're struggling with inflation, and the markets are dealing with all kinds of uncertainty related to what's happening in Ukraine. Um, the president would be gambling, wouldn't he? Doing this now would be gambling, yes. But I want to, um, in terms of. Um of how it affects the economy um, would would be, of course, um, uh, also taking a risk that he hopes might pay off in terms of of politics. But you make a really good point here is about the regressive nature. One of the things that's happened in the last few years is Democrats are increasingly or one of the big divides in American politics now is college education. Increasingly, Democrats are the party of people with college educations. Republicans are increasing the with not. Um, in some sense, this may be rewarding the base, that is the base of Democrats who have you know, college education, but you point out really well here that there is a regressive nature. You know, what you know, what does the the average high school degree person get out of this? And and the answer is is nothing. And so this could very well be, especially if the taxpayer picks up the bill, this could very well be a another regressive tax um, that's basically what robbing Peter, in this case the poor, you know, to pay, you know, uh, Paul, you know, who's a richer person. Hmm. Uh, Professor Schultz, I appreciate your perspective, and we'll see how this unfolds here. Um, you know, we th- th- look. The role of government is to make people's lives better, right? And but there needs to be hope so. some democratic ad- administration of of that. Um, so again, we'll we'll see. The, the devil is in the details, and we'll see if and when this becomes real. But it looks like we're getting closer, and I sure do appreciate you weighing in on this. Professor Dave Schultz, political science guru at Hamlin University. Thank you, Dave. My pleasure. Thank you, and thank you to everybody. Have a good weekend. Thank you, sir. When we come back, one thing I can predict with rare 100% accuracy, the Wolves game will not be canceled because of weather. And Mike Max is at the Target Center Skyway Studio. I wonder what kind of trouble he's in. He's going to preview the game, have some insider information when we come back on CCO. What, 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 what? Mike Max, the one and only, joining us from Target Center uh, to talk wolves and whatever is on his mind. How's it going, Maxie? Good, good. Calm before the storm out here. And to, to play off a metaphor coming out of the uh, uh, report that you just gave, the weather report, that is. And uh, I like to parallel when I can and transition accordingly. Um, Thank you. 
Thank you. <laughs> so it's That's kind of quieter of in the Skyway because the last time we were out here, it was like busy and festive. But it wasn't. It was a seven o'clock start or a six thirty start, so people were packing it in. You know, uh, mm-hmm. now it's. Um, uh, we still got two and a half hours before tip off, and so uh, if you're in downtown, and my my guess would be a lot of people don't come here. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Until close to game time. Um, and a word of the wise, by the way, the, 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 it's, it's not, this arena is not exactly set up for capacity crowds. And so if you get here and you're close to game time, you're not just walking in. And, and that they have had this problem, uh, during the playoffs where a lot of people don't see the opening tip because they get here too late. So if you're given a choice, come down here a little bit early, see if you can get into the arena by 730, 740. Um, you're much better off than trying to get there at the end because people have been stuck and the lines have been long outside trying hmm. to get in when it's a late arriving right. crowd. Maxie joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell yeah. Banker Hotline. Maxie, what, look, this is game six. It's game do or six. die. What has to go exactly right for the Wolves to pull this out? Uh, I would think um, Carl Anthony Towns has to play well. Um, my guess would be uh, if they're in this game late, you may see Jordan McLaughlin in with D'Angelo Russell as opposed to letting Russell just play the point mm-hmm. guard and let, let uh, McLaughlin create and, and Russell become more of a shooter. Um, Anthony Edwards is going to, you know, he's going to come out high energy, do all those things, and either his shots are falling or they're not. You, you kind of live with that going into the series. You, you go, okay, you, you turn him loose, and if things go well, great. If they don't, that's okay, because at some point in the game here, he might get hot. Um, I think that uh, Memphis is... is uh, you know what could work in in, in the Wolves' favor? Two things: that they're at home, and, and and that Memphis has the cushion of they can close out in Game Seven on Sunday in their minds if they have to, not that they want to. Um, they are strong. They are uh, underneath. They they push people around. Uh, yeah. I was up close today to Jaron Jackson, who is, is one of their uh, energy guys, and uh, he's a young man, but he's uh, well beyond his years with his father playing in the NBA before him. Um, uh, he's got a little. He's got. He's got a presence about him. Uh, obviously, John Morant's going to get a lot of the focus because he'll, you, you ho- they'll hope that he can play off the confidence that he gained uh, in the second half of Game Five. But he has not played all that well at Target Center. I, I don't fear Morant if I'm the Timberwolves as much as I do the other guys. Desmond Bain making shots, uh, putbacks, uh, things of that nature to me are a much bigger concern 
to the Timberwolves than Morant getting in the lane. Maxie, um, you've talked about how the Wolves need to play unselfishly. Uh, they need to be disciplined. They need to be focused. Um, they need to channel their emotions and and channel that anger as Cat did so successfully. You know, at, during the the playoff series. But what do you think Coach Finch is telling the players right now? Uh, be smart. Uh, don't get in foul trouble early. Uh, I, I, my get, if I'm if I'm Coach Finch, I'm going to go. Hey, Memphis is going to push you and shove you and talk to you in the first quarter. They're going to do everything right. they can to get you out of your game. You know that because they got nothing to lose by doing that. And if they can get Cat off his game, then they get him off his game. So that means he says, Patrick Beverly, you, you need to to, to uh, negotiate that out there. You need to be the one that I can lean on that says, if they're doing that, you need to step in. If you need a te- technical foul, take a technical foul. But you need to send the message that you're not going to push us around. You're not going to do it at our expense. You need to be the guy that does that. And and he is perfectly capable of that. But I would empower him to do that if I was uh, uh, Chris Finch to try to take some of the energy away from uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Edwards and guys that they'd be going after. Uh, Beverly needs to intercept that, which he's done successfully uh, this year. Then, then I guess the second piece of it is I, I really think you can make a case the Timberwolves are a more talented team, at least in the first five. Um, you know, they have potential, you know, to have big nights out of their big three, more so than I think Memphis presents. And I think you have to get that belief, you know, that, hey, we, we're the more talented team. I mean, you, you could make a really good case that this series should be over in favor of the Timberwolves right now. I mean, they blew a 26 point lead. They blew a, uh, a 13 or 15 point lead the other night. And, and, and so if you look at the body of work in this series, um, even though they're down three games to two, you can say that the Timberwolves have been the better team for probably more of it than not. Maxie, how much of this and the fact that, that, that we're even here, we're still standing, although, you know, just barely, and, and hopefully this goes on to game seven, is any of this the result of Mark Laurie and A-Rod and this new pending deal, or is this the manifestation of the Glenn Taylor era and things that he and the other minority owners put into place to get us to this point? I would say no to the first. I don't think Laurie and Rodriguez have any major impact on this team this year. It was just the continuation of what they had drafted. Gerson Rosas, who I saw at the game the other night, which really surprised me that he would come back here to the game, but he did. Um, yeah, you got to give him some credit. Chris Finch is the guy that he hired. He went out and got mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Beverly. Uh, he drafted Anthony Edwards uh, first overall uh, as opposed to making a deal. And, and this is the continuation of that more than it's anything with A-Rod and Laurie. They, they can put their fingerprints on it later. And, yes, they have some uh, relationships with the, the players, and, and they're here often, and they sit courtside often. Uh, but I wouldn't give them a lot of credit. I, if, if they were not in the picture right now, uh, I, I still think this Timberwolves team would be exactly where it is right now. Uh, obviously, they've got, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, they, they got to make sure they got their financing too, uh, you know, coming down the stretch here so that, that they can pay off um, uh, Glenn Taylor at some point in time. So they got to make sure that's a done deal first. Maxie, last question uh, for now. I'm, there's always another question, but um, in your heart of hearts, looking at this analytically, not emotionally, uh, you think the Wolves are going to pull this off tonight? Yep, I do. I don't know why, but I just I, I, I feel that 
they have enough confidence and they, and they punched and counterpunched enough that you know, certain things go away during a series. And, and I think nervousness is one of them for a young team. You, you've played five games now. Uh, you've seen everything that you can see. You've had tight games. You've had blowouts. You've seen just about everything that they have to offer. So I think the the nerves go away, and you become much more tunnel vision as to what you have to do. And in that scenario, I believe the Timberwolves to be a better team at home. Maxie, uh, happy hour coming up. I almost forgot about happy hour. <laughs> but what are you happy about? And well, it doesn't have to be well, sports-related. But it can be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Minnesota sports fan, you don't even have to explain that one. You got the yeah. Wild, the Timberwolves, the Twins on a roll. Six o'clock tonight, they play against uh, uh, Tampa, of course. Uh, the NFL yep. draft, which some people are disappointed in, but but it's still here and it's fun and it's exciting. And it reminds you uh, that you got an NFL team in this town. And, you know, t- things have never been better. Uh, in this city, at least for a week or so, uh, with all that's going on, the manifestation of, and 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 it's uh, it's fun to be able to sit back and cherry pick these these great events and these great athletes and these great teams right now because this doesn't come around often in these parts. I'd rather be talking about Anthony Edwards than COVID nineteen. There you I, go. I just would. That's yep. me. Amen. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sports to the Max, coming up in 15 minutes, a special edition, which special. takes you up they're, to They're all special. Pre-game. This one's even more special, right? Yeah, well, extra, yeah. extra special. I'll be listening. We'll be listening. Thanks, Maxie. Thank you. You bet. A little happy hour action when we come back on CCO. Text us, 651-461-9226. You can call us if... If you feel like it, you can call us right now. Tell us what you're happy about. 651-461-9226. I, uh, I'm happy that I'm going to be um, listening to the Wolves game on CCO, and I might be drinking a beer. I got the kegerator all ready to go this evening. The kegerator was made for evenings like this. Um, what you I got in the keg? What you got in the kegerator this weekend, Paul? One of them is a tutti frutti, foo foo grapefruit beer that my my wife likes. It's okay. It's kind okay. of citrusy. Okay. No. Sweet or uh, sour? The other one, huh? Is it sweet or is it kind of sour? It's kind of sour, Ooh. and I I don't mind a sour beer. Okay. Okay. But um, I've got the other pony keg is a bent paddle. Up in Duluth, it's mm-hmm. a Golden India Pale Ale, and it's very nice. That's the so one you're going to be drinking. I think I'll be drinking that okay. tonight and uh, listening to the game, maybe multitasking, doing a few things, but definitely listening to the Wolves game this evening. It's going to be, it's going to be great. And oh, uh, just want to mention my two-year-old son. He has transitioned from being obsessed with garbage trucks to being obsessed with monster trucks and so i might have to stop out at the target this weekend and pick him up one of those little monster trucks maybe a remote control he's two and he's really into monster trucks cool and tomorrow i'm going with my youngest son brett and we're going to uh best buy to pick up new headphones that don't shed that don't leave black gunk all over my ears that my wife does not tell me about. So this is like Again, your this is like your big Saturday plans is to go to Best Buy with your son. Well, it's a rainy day. I'm I'm actually I'm going to pick up some bagels and then I'm going to go to Costco 
And Ooh, then even bigger plans, uh, Costco on. And then I'm going to treat myself to uh, to Best Buy, and then I'm going to go to Lions Tap. Have you been to Lions Tap in Eden Prairie? The cheeseburgers? No, no I've not. Oh, oh, yeah, never frozen, and nothing against Culver's. Culver's makes a good burger. I mean, there are a lot of good options out there. If you get a chance, Lions Tap in Eden Prairie, it's good. It's really good, and the fries, and you get the root beer. Um, yeah. I don't do it often, but it, to, it's going to be a crappy day tomorrow. Getting all the indoor stuff out of the way. Let's so, uh, what, well, Paul. Let's check in with JP before you read some of the texts that are coming in. JP, what you happy yes, about, sir. my friend? Well, the other day we got a chance to have dinner at my son's house, and they were getting uh, ready to put my granddaughter Evelyn to bed. And as uh, they were prepping her, he had her out in the uh, living room and his arms and i got to watch him read a, a bedtime story to his wow. daughter and that nice. was just the coolest moment isn't that amazing i yes. yeah it it it's a miracle and uh it's as good as everybody said it would be good for you jp good for you do you do you get videos i guess that would ruin it right if you try to get a video of that uh i didn't you mean if I take them myself? Yeah, if you, you take pictures it, right. every now and then. Right. I tried to, you know, it started a few years ago. I try to live in the moment. I, I'm not taking anywhere near the pictures I used to take. Good for you. Because I find I was missing parts of what was happening. So I, I kind of yeah. try and live in the moment more so. You are my role model. I uh, <laughs> I need to do more of that, being in the moment and less. Hey, I got to save this so I can enjoy it, you know, 10 well, years yeah. from now. <laughs> But then you miss when it actually happens. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Thank you, JP. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thanks. I'm happy that DJ got a new phone today. (laughs) (laughs) You poor guy. I'm happy I get to spend the rest of my evening trying to figure out how to log into everything on my new phone. (laughs) Yeah, Mike. You'll you'll get her done. You are. What else are you happy about other than the new phone? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm happy. I, I got to spend a lot of time with my girls this week, but a lot of it was shuffling from one thing to the next. And Dad's got to work, so turn on a show and that kind of stuff. And I'm happy that uh, tomorrow I do not have to work, and I'm taking the girls to a park, a, a play date. We'll go to a nature center, and if it's nice out, we'll go outside too. So uh, I'm if it's nice out, to, wait. To have you, you haven't listened. You're like Jory. You haven't listened to a thing I've said all all show. Nice going to rain like nice means like above 40 and not too much rain. Okay. So, all right. yeah, my kids got rain jackets. You're hardy. I know. You're hey, tough. You're guess who just walked in here? Mark Fry from the WCCO newsroom oh. just walked down the hall and he's ready to share his happy hour. Awesome. I didn't hey, tell Mark. him that till just now, but Oh, yeah. What's up? My uh, what you happy about? I am have officially been married to my wife now for 6 months, so um wow. We'll go out and celebrate that tonight. So it seems like it's gone by quickly and also today marks my 3-year work anniversary here at WCCO. Well, congratulations and on both on both fronts and first 6 months of marriage are are the hardest. Is that right? I Actually, guess No, they're not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Hey, uh good for you. Um, have have a great time this evening, and uh, thank you, Mark. Great to have you on the team. Absolutely. Brenda from Plymouth, having her two sons and their fiancés over on Sunday for an early Mother's Day belated birthday celebration. Looking forward to that. Another listener, Paul, I'm happy to have a job, and at the same time, I'm happy to be going home for the weekend from my job. 
Another listener, I like this one. Hey, Paul, I'm happy because I'm a Minnesota Wild fan. Oh, yeah. We're all Minnesota Wild fans this year. Paul, will the ice be off Leech Lake for the opener on the 14th of May? I may be ha- I yeah, might be yeah, happy Paul. if yeah, it Paul, is. Yeah, Paul, will it? Huh, huh, huh? Uh, it's going to be right down to the wire. I think it'll be off Leech. There may be a few icebergs out there, but I think, boy, it's going to be. It's going to be a close call. Uh, up north, I think the Arrowhead, far northern Minnesota, many lakes will still be ice-covered for the opener. I think Leech Lake on south, uh, there will be open water. Then again, I am a naive optimist. We'll see. Have a great weekend. Jor and I will be back with DJ next week. Papa. Papa. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.